since my like whole life like I've loved science that's just like what I've been drawn to and I just for some reason find it fascinating today we're speaking to Taylor Swartz Taylor is a former ACC process technology student who is now working in the field with Phillips 66 welcome to the show thanks for having me what, what, what led you to become a process? Like, why did you decide process technology would be something you wanted to do? Getting out of college, or high school, I wasn't sure. I was, I didn't know where to go. I had family that was in the plants, you know, so I was kind of familiar with it. My grandparents, aunts, uncles, my dad's a heavy equipment operator in the plants. So I had some exposure to it. Uh, I didn't really know if that was a route I wanted to go. I've always had like an inkling for science and I have pretty good mechanical aptitude, so I initially started going to college just for like some basic stuff, you know, trying to figure out what I wanted to do. And then about a year and a half into college, I was like, all right, I got to figure something gotta out. You got to decide, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's pretty much what happened to me, except mine <laughs> yeah. was two and a half years into college, not yeah. a year and a half. So, so uh, basically I had all my basics done and I just started taking, uh, I decided to go this route. I talked to my grandparents, uh, my grandmother, she's a operator as well. She's retired now, but, you know, kind of talked to her about the work schedule, kind of what, you know, it's like actually being an operator. And I decided, okay, it's something I'd be interested in. Yeah, I just went from there. Where are you at right now? I work for Phillips 66 right now. It's an operator. Luckily, I fell into like a great position there. Whenever I transferred over there from Lyondell, where I started out, they go through like kind of a, a mini crash course like you did in college, just learning all the basics. Yeah. What, what's a pump? What's a valve? Right. You know, basic stuff. I believe it's a 12-week program. After you get through that program, then they kind of pick, okay, these are the, the units that need people, and uh, they kind of have their team le- uh, leaders come in and talk to you, interview you, and then they pick, you know, who they want. They go through, like, it's kind of like a football draft um, and just pick their people. So I got super lucky at the time. They were starting up some really big uh, projects. So I actually went to a PTO team, which is prepared to operate. We commissioned two 150,000 barrel a day units, pretty big projects. We actually have one that's coming up in, I think, July. We're going to actually be starting up. We're starting the PTO process right now. So I don't know, and I'm sure nobody, most of the people listening aren't going to know. What what does a process tech operator do? And I, and I know there's a ton of jargon involved. Yeah. So, you know, but I mean, essentially kind of what, what do y'all do on a daily basis? Like, what is y'all's mission? So it really depends on what your job post is for the day. If you're working an outside job, you're going to be just doing some basic rounds on equipment, making sure everything sounds good, running good, taking some samples. Not a, not like anything crazy, you know, just really an overview, like making sure everything's running smoothly. If there's an upset, you know, there may be some things you need to go out into the field and do. Say you're shutting down the unit, you know, there's some valves that need to be operated or uh, pump started or stopped. And then if you're a board operator, then you're sitting in front of a console pretty much the whole shift and you're making all the small movements and adjustments to make on spec product basically it's about whatever process you're working on stays in that process and doesn't deviate from the production schedule i'm assuming correct yeah and just make sure that you know the goal is to make on spec product safely and efficiently kind of what was um like did you have any kind of job or career before you decided to do this or was it just straight out of high school as a student yeah i started out like okay maybe i'll go to engineering like that path I was like, you know, I don't really want to spend that long in college. And I was like, well, what about nursing? Because I raised animals growing up, and uh, it's like the medical side of, like, animals, like veterinary care. I was pretty proficient in, and so I was like, that's kind of interesting. And I actually got uh, accepted to UTMB College, but tuition was, inc- like, incredible. Like, 
$12,000 a semester, including, like, all your materials. I was, like, I didn't really have the help to uh, to pay for that, and I didn't want to have a bunch of student loans. So right. that's whenever I decided to go this route. So you say that you're interested in science. Mm-hmm. So what is it about process technology? What, did, what did science do you enjoy about process technology? There's so much chemical, like, everything's a chemical reaction. You know, there's just if you want to get to engineering side of things like you can break down all the compositions you know where your splits are at on your towers you know different chemicals that we use to treat for just clean up the materials like there's a lot of science and how it. they interact with the chemicals that you're producing right. and yeah. stuff like that and the byproducts and all that yeah there's a there's a lot of science in it what do you find fascinating about that like why do you enjoy that interaction just my like whole life like i've loved science like that's just like what i've been drawn to and i just for some reason find it fascinating so I'm assuming you, you enjoyed your classes with Don Paris because he uh, loves love teaching him. that stuff. Yes, I absolutely love him. It's funny because most people are like, oh, man, this is going to be such a hard class. And I was so excited like every day for his class. Like, all right, what are we going to learn now? The man's high energy. Yeah. If you've never met him before, Don Paris is high, high energy. Yeah, so. he is awesome. <laughs> he enjoys teaching what he teaches. So yes. When you decided to become a process technology operator, what were you expecting as a career? Like, did you think – you know, like you said, your family had been doing it for a long time. So yeah. were, did you think that was for you or you just kind of felt like, you know, I didn't really know. I, you know, I knew that I was uh, attracted to the type of work it was. I like being able to work with my hands, but then also having like, you kind of have the, you have to have a blue collar mentality. Like you have to be willing to like really study and like, you know, put in the effort to learn the material and stuff, but then like be willing to get your hands dirty especially depending on what kind of unit you're in, you know, it's not necessarily going to be clean, you know, but if you're willing to do that, you know, the rewards are there for sure. Now, before you started working at Phillips, Mm -hmm. you were working with another firm. So how did you come up by that, that position? In uh, school, you can do an internship program, the work program where you actually, you take a class. It's considered your capstone, I believe. Practicum Uh, in some programs they call it. Right. So, you basically, that class is going to work. And then uh, I think you meet maybe once a week and just kind of discuss like what's going on. You have to make valuations to fill out and stuff like that with your supervisors. It was a really good program just to get your foot in the door to any company, but even like from in my situation, I applied, you know, and I got into that program and then it gave me like a little bit of experience to help me get into wherever I wanted to go pretty much. How hard was it to find a job? Luckily for me, not that hard. I got really lucky. Uh, the first job I applied for for the internship, I got. And then the first job I applied for after that, which is the job I have now, I got. So, But it is, it can be difficult. You know, you really have to put some effort into it. You know, you can't just, the job isn't just laying around for you. You know, you have to be able to work for it. You know, they kind of say, if you don't want to do your job at work, like there's 10 people standing outside the gate ready for your job. Like, because it's a good job. And, you know, it's a, it's a great career to get. How long have you been working now? With Phillips, I started... This will be my third year, okay. um, and then I was with Lyondell for a year okay. before that. So seeing kind of where how you were going about as a student, not really knowing what to do, mm-hmm. you know, now you've, you're three years removed and you're in the workforce. Mm-hmm. How has this all kind of impacted your life? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely given me the opportunity to provide for a family and you know just be able to you know buy the things you want, buy a nice house, you know. A lot of jobs, especially with a two-year degree, you're not going to make that kind of money. Like the money that we make is amazing you know there's some engineers that don't even make the amount of money we make and it's it's amazing that you can do that 
but again, it goes back to that. You have to be willing to get dirty. Well, that's uh, a lot of work too. Yeah, Shift work is not, is no joke. Right. I mean, it's, it's hard to get used to. And right. But, uh, it's given me the opportunity, like crazy opportunities, like going into this, the PTO field. If I wanted to continue pursuing that, it's a possibility, you know, I could go to major projects and, you know, travel all over the country, even all over the world doing major projects. And something I'm actually looking into right now is with Phillips, I can actually continue my education and uh, I'm actually looking into going to engineering. I was just about to ask you yeah. that. So kind of how are you, where are you going to go from here? I mean, yeah. So I love my job. Like I love getting to do the things I do. I lo- like I told you earlier, I love the science behind it. And it's like, I want to learn more. I want to know more. So with Phillips, they actually will reimburse you for your tuition. The only requirement is like you stay with them for two years after you complete. So I'm going to try to pursue that and, you know, get a higher education out of it. And if I want to stay an operator, I can stay an operator and still have that higher education. There are some engineers that are operators. I personally work with one and he's, uh, I mean, he's a great operator because he has more of that scientific knowledge right. in the back of his head. Like whenever you're trying to solve a problem, you know, it's a little bit easier <laughs> when you kind of have a background in that. So uh, I want to ask you a sensitive question. Okay. So, you know, I've, I've been working at this college for a while mm-hmm. and there's not a lot of women yeah. that run through the process tech program. So yeah. was it difficult for you as a woman to kind of be in a male dominated and not just in the education field, but also in the workforce? I mean, yeah. was it a struggle to kind of deal with that or you kind of yeah. felt like, you know, it's, it's true. There's not like a lot of women. I've never really felt like it was a downfall for me. Um, it was like getting into the field. It was kind of intimidating at first, you know, like, Oh man, like there's no women. Like, is this going to be like, Made you a little apprehensive. Yeah. Is it, is it going to be difficult to get along with all these people? You know, what are they going to think about me coming into the field? Now, you know, 20, 30 years ago, it was a different story. You know, I've heard stories about people like they did not want women in the field. Like it was now it's very, very inclusive. Like I don't have any issues with it. You know, I feel that there's plenty of women operators out there that are just as good as the, the male operators. Like there's no, like no downfall to being a woman in the field for sure. There was... I want to say three or four other women that hired in with me. And so there's a few women out there. Uh, There's one other female. So you kind of feel the tide is changing as far as that dominance is concerned. I don't think there's like, there's no, I'm not really intimidated by it or anything like that. And I don't feel uncomfortable. Like I'm surrounded by a bunch of guys. Like I feel, you know, if you can do the job, you can do the job. As long as you're showing up to work and doing your job and you know your job, there's no problem. It doesn't matter who you are as long as you can do your job. So you said you wanted to continue your education. What degree are you looking to get? Probably engineering. Uh, okay. Probably go the enger- engineering route, at least with the bachelor's degree. And then uh, there's a lot of people that go the MBA route. You want to move up into leadership. It's yeah. Especially if you go down that path of becoming an engineer, you can really get into upper management that way if that's if that's your goal. I right. don't know if that's my goal or not. You know, As of now, I think Because it's all still a process, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So why do you want to move into management? Do you just kind of... Well, I don't necessarily want to move into management. I was just saying that's a path you could take. That's um, true. I just, engineering, I think, whether I become an actual engineer with the company or I continue to be an operator, like just having more background knowledge of the situations, uh, I feel like it makes you a better operator, definitely. So where do you think you might go to school? Um, probably University of Houston. Um, they have some good programs, Program, and, and yeah. they're local. So. Yeah. What, what do you think is the outlook? Like, how do you kind of feel like in the end, this education has helped you with your life? I mean, it's provided me with so many opportunities. You know, I could go to school for four to six years and barely make the money I make now. You know, you're able to get into a field, make really good money, have great time off, 
what else can you do where you take four days of vacation and you get 14 days off in a row? You know, that's awesome. Also, you don't graduate with a bunch of student debt. You know, that you go to a, a six-year program and you have all these student loans unless you got lucky and got a bunch of scholarships. So the stuff. affordability was a factor in absolutely. deciding your education. Yeah, absolutely. And just to be able to do this and have so much freedom, like you want to work in Colorado, you know, there's plants in Colorado. You want to work in the Caribbean, there's plants in the Caribbean. Mm. You know, you can move around if that's what you want to do. And, um, mm. and then also that I think most companies offer some kind of continuing education programs right. where if you're with them that you can continue going to school and so you can further your education if you want to. All right. Well, thank you for coming today. I appreciate it. All right. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to Alvin Community College Radio. I'm John Tompkins. To read these stories and more, visit alvincollege.edu.